CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to WDW Radio Live. Today is Wednesday, August 1st, 2012. I am Lou Mangello from WDWRadio.com, bringing you this week's live WDW newscast from Disney's Polynesian Village Resort and spa, even though it's not a spa, I want to call it a spa. Uh, I'm joined tonight by a number of people who have escaped the box, and if you're watching live, you are in the box. Uh, we've got John, Joe, Glenn, me, Scott Otis, Mickey Waffle is here, and other people who are getting food. We're sitting outside of, uh, of Captain Cook's. So I want to thank you for joining us live this week. Be sure and come every Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, over at www.radiolive.com, where you can be in the box and talk with us live about this week's Walt Disney World news. And so uh, this week here in Walt Disney World in the parks, there's not a lot of specific news going on of things that are, are going on or are changing. But this week's show and this week's news is kind of all about special events. I want to talk about some special events that are going on both here and outside of Walt Disney World because the experience, as you know, and for some of us who are going next week, the Disney experience sometimes is removed from the parks and D23 is a great way to do that. Next week, we have Destination D out in Anaheim, California. I'll be broadcasting from there. That's what, August 11th through the 13th, the 10th through the 13th. Somewhere in that general time frame will be <laughs> Destination D in Anaheim, California. Follow me on Twitter, and uh, I'll be broadcasting live from there as well, too. But on sale August 9th at 10 a.m. Pacific, which is 1 p.m. Eastern, I think. Tickets won't go on sale for the third D23 Expo event in Anaheim, California. That is going to be August 9th through the 11th, 2013 at the Anaheim Convention Center. Uh, we have been a part of the D23 Expo from the very first year. Uh, I've had a booth uh, both years. We've been exhibiting on the trade show floor. We've been part of the Collectors Forum. We've been broadcasting live. This is where all this kind of got started. That was one of the first times I, I thought it was going to be a 10-minute broadcast for three days straight. We brought you and connected you to that D23 experience, we had uh, a cam in the, in the booth, we walked around the expo floor, we met a lot of people, talked to celebrities, met a lot of new friends as well too. Last year did that as well, had uh, a, a camera in the booth and a camera uh, on the floor. We'll be doing it again. We'll be going back to the D23 Expo in 2013. And what I love about these events and what I saw from 2009 to 2011, I think we're gonna see again to 2013, is on the fly, D23 adjusting and improving and listening to guests. So their D23 has already announced some improvements and enhancements for the 2013 show. For example, to accommodate some of the large crowds, including uh, especially for some of the uh, big events and the big venues, there's going to be a 2,000-seat overflow theater. So for the streaming of the arena presentations, we know a lot of people last year were frustrated with the lines, waiting for a long time, and then not getting in, and still having no opportunity to see the content. Well, now they, they're going to bring in a 2,000-seat theater, which I think will alleviate a lot of those issues. So I applaud D23 for uh, doing that. That's going to now double the size of things like Stage 23 from 1,000 seats. Uh, they're also going to expand the show floor. There's going to be a lot of the Disney properties in there. But they're also going to expand the Collectors Forum. And this is one of the things that I loved um, is, you know, I am not part of the Disney company, but I feel as though I am an adopted part of the Disney family. You know, I, I love Disney. I love the opportunity to be a part of a show like this where they allowed those of us who uh, were not one of the, the Disney properties to come in 
and have a table or have a booth in the collector's forum. I think it very much brought a community aspect to the events. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, no? No, yeah. Nobody uh, agrees with me, so. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you weren't there, but you watched. You've been there yes. the last couple of years, too. And that's one of the things I think that we enjoyed so much was the, um, duck in this way or this way, <laughs> was the community aspect of it, especially with things like the Collectors Forum, where uh, you could meet other people from the community, you could shop, and there was a lot of, uh, of trading and stuff like that going on, too. Absolutely. Well, something happens at any one of these events where the Disney community itself, the, Disney has no control over it. It becomes what we want right. it to become. And Disney tries very hard to latch onto that and maybe take advantage of it, you know. But no matter what, the uh, community puts this together the way they want it to yeah. be. But they, and I think they do things to invite people to be part of this. So, for example, they're going to have, they always have a fan art contest every year. Uh, last year, I think, was 101 Dalmatians. Uh, a friend of ours who actually watches often in the box actually won one of the fan art contests. This year, they're going to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Mary Poppins in the fan art conference, right? We're getting, we're getting a lot of wows and sighs and things like that. Of course, now I all of a sudden feel old because Mary Poppins is 50. Um, they are going to also want to, again, have the Le Disney Legends Awards ceremony where they pay tribute to the men and women who really embody the spirit of Disney. Um, there's going to be a 12,000 square foot Treasure of the Walt Disney Archives exhibit with costumes, props, and set pieces from Disney history. This is what I love because this is where they really sort of peel back the curtain, open up the archives, and bring it to us to see and experience everything from theme park history to Walt history to animation history and everything in between, to see the costumes, to see some of these props uh, up close like that. And 12,000 square feet, I think, is actually larger than it was in 2011. There's also a bunch of other live events, celebrity appearances, panels, presentations, uh, a lot of unique experiences, things that are very specific to those. So while Destination D is a much more intimate kind of personal event about things specifically maybe celebrating an anniversary of a theme park or this year it's 75 years of Disney animation, D23 celebrates all things Disney. So no matter what kind of a Disney fan you are, I think there's something there for you. Right. So like, is this something that now starts, especially now having not gone but have seen broadcast reports and photos and videos, is this something that now starts to sort of come on your radar and say, yeah, this is something I, I would consider coming out there for. And oh, by the way, there's food in a cone right down the street at Cars Land. <laughs> if D23 didn't sell you, food in a phone at Cars Land should. I have been to D23 events on this coast, um, but having Cars Land in place now, it makes it much more attractive to head out to the other coast again. And absolutely, and certainly as D23 re releases more information, uh, we will let you know. Something else too to keep in mind, uh, from August 9th through December 31st, tickets are $47 for a one-day admission, $37 for kids. Um, there's a ticket pricing for D23 members, non-D23 members. Prices do go up on January 1st, 2013. And obviously there's single-day and multi-day passes as well to visit the D23 website over at d23expo.com. And in addition to the regular tickets, I look over to you. What? what? Disney is once again, you if you are at D23, yeah, I know, that's not how he rolls. Um, <laughs> they once again are bringing back the VIP Sorcerer Package, which has very limited number of tickets, only available to D23 members, that offers a lot of exclusive opportunities that are only available to Sorcerer Package people. So 
Uh, whether you're a gold or silver member at D23, uh, the Sorcerer packages are $1,500 per, per ticket. Is that what they were last year? Were they 1,000? They were 1,000. They were 1,000, so they're more this year. You can get up to two. You can only get two Sorcerer's tickets, three days of admission, reserved seating at all presentations, a special credential, a pre-expo tour of the treasures of the Walt Disney Archives. I don't know why I'm selling this on you because I know you're going to get it. Uh, and some other benefits as well, too. Now, that sounds like a very pricey ticket, but you said, because you've done it before, you loved it, you thought it was worth it for the reserved seating The uh, reserved seating was the only selling factor for me last year. It was basically so I can get reserved seating uh, for every presentation. I was pretty much in the front row at, at every presentation where I heard so many stories of people waiting in the lines, yeah. not just for the next show, but for the show after that. So, they, so I'm gonna put you on the spot. Would you do it again? I, I would consider it, but, but <laughs> now that yes. I'm hearing uh, the, this uh, overflow room that you're talking about, right. you know, I, I might reconsider. And the interesting thing too is, D23 Expo, and we'll, we'll do a show specifically talking about it more, is there's so much going on yeah. that to a certain degree, if you spend all your time in the presentations and exhibit and yeah. things, you miss out on some yeah. of the action that's and going I, on on the I, floor. I absolutely feel that way. I, I basically was prioritizing my entire time based on those presentations, which were all excellent, but I did feel like I didn't see the, the show floor or the, the, the forum as much. Yeah, and I, so for me, as, as much as I missed some of the presentations, which I was sad about, especially some of the Disney legends and the historical stuff, I loved the action on the floor. I, right, I loved yeah. meeting and interacting with other people and doing the stuff on the box and sort of sharing it, it that way. Yeah, that, that energy that, yeah. that was put together by us. Yeah. <laughs> and there's great people. You'll see a lot of these celebrities walking around the floor because they're fans too. Yeah. Uh, to see them shopping in the Collector's Forum and, and meeting people in the Collector's Forum was great. We met Paige O'Hara, came by the nice. booth, a lot of other people as well too. Uh, which reminds me, I'm interviewing her at the Pacific Northwest Mouse Meet in like two days. Um, and I'm going to hug her on stage because I'm a hugger. I will hug her for twice me. for you. Um, so I think that and right, I think that's the great balance about the the expo, especially even more so than Destination D is yeah. it, the, the time on the floor, the time to interact and meet with a lot of other people. Uh, and again, being in Disneyland's backyard, mm. big selling point yes. too. We're going to make him. He's got to come. We're going <laughs> to sign you up. I'm, you know what? Just sign him up for a sorcerer's ticket. We'll figure out how to pay for it <laughs> later on. Uh, again, for more information, visit d23expo.com. Speaking of Destination D, which is coming up next weekend, uh, I'm actually going to have uh, some bonus content this week in addition to the show and the All newscast. Right. What? We're going to sort of do a, a D23 Destination D preview show. Uh, I have a couple of interviews I did this week with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, who will forever be the Disney geek in my eye, and Tim O'Day. Tim O'Day, who is a... He, I, I love Tim O'Day. Um, he has been connected with the Disney company literally since he was 13. He moderates a lot of the panels that we're going to be out and seeing over at Destination D. Uh, we'll sort of talk, give you a little bit of a primer of what's to come. So stay tuned to Twitter and Facebook, and I'll let you know uh, where I'll post that information over on the blog. Let's move back quickly to, and I say quickly because this is going to take forever. Let's move back quickly to Walt Disney World and another special event, one that's very near, to, look at us, very near and dear to our hearts <laughs> and our bellies. Don't laugh. No, I'm, I'm it, with you on this one. <laughs> the 2012 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival once again runs from September 28th through November 12th, 46 days. It's a record. It is, it's going to be bigger, Somebody longer. Food? I, we said food. Nice. Uh, 17 years, Food wow. and Wine Festival has been going on. It, that has been a long, long time. Yep. And uh, it was actually recently 
uh, awarded one of the best, it was named one of the best food and wine festivals like in the galaxy by the Travel <laughs> Channel. Well, I could say the galaxy, because like, whether I say the planet or the galaxy, it doesn't matter. Food and wine festivals on Mars, not so great, right? I know. Um, so you've got food and wine, you've got Eat to the Beat, which I know you love. Um, there's a lot of food celebrations going on, and it is going to be bigger and better this year, because there's, dare I say, there's more food. Oh, wow. There's more food. So I want you to sort of close your eyes and, and think of this with me. Yummy. We've got new desserts. Right? Kids, new desserts. This, this is better than New desserts at the dessert and champagne booth, which doesn't get any better than that. Uh, yogurt panna cotta with orange cake, raspberries and pomegranate, dark chocolate mousse with chili and salted caramel. Wow. Sign me up for that. Wow. Lemon custard and blueberry custard. <laughs> Don't let's be silly. <laughs> and chocolate and strawberry Nesquik froth. That's good. Wow. I, I like, I like that. Um, uh, something that a lot of people can be very happy about because they've been asking for, and again, Disney listens, um, is the new, it, it's another new marketplace. It's the Terra Vegan Marketplace. Mm. So a lot of people are who are vegan, who have dietary concerns, have always been concerned that there was not vegan items on the menu. Disney's always very accommodating, but that, by the way, not my kid. Uh, there is gonna be a new Trickin' Chicken Curry with basmati rice. Wow. Chili yeah. Colorado with house-made chips and cashew cheese. Ooh. Oh I don't know what that is. Featuring Gurdane beefless tips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Wines from organic and sustainable, sustainable Paul Dolan Winery, a berry smoothie which is dairy-free, lactose-free. When I hear that, I think fat-free, but it probably isn't. So there's, it's great that there's gonna be vegan items on there as well that you don't have to worry about seeking out or having specially made for you. Still, not my child. The Florida Marketplace uh, is gonna be new this year. There's gonna be Florida shrimp ceviche with fire roasted vegetables, fried, fried plantains with cilantro, white corn arepa wow. with mangalista pork roulette and Zellwood sweet corn salad. There's also gonna be new beverages this year too. A key lime and wine uh, from the Florida Orange Groves Winery, a Florida lager from the Florida Beer Company, and Key West Southernmost Wheat from the Florida. So what I like about this is there's not only new flavors, new things to try, but they are using local breweries mm -hmm. and local suppliers for the food as well, right. too. Well, Zellwood is actually just north of Orlando here. I don't, I don't get out of the bubble very much, right. so I don't know what exists outside the Lake Buena Vista yeah. complex. Zellwood is a, is a town that's pretty much all corn. Yep. Oh, okay, well, that's where the corn comes from, is, is from Zellwood. Um, New Zealand is back, and we dig New Zealand. Remember the, the, the lamb yeah. Kafka? They've got a lamb meatball right. coming, so, which is good. You don't need the bread. Don't waste your time with the bread. It's all about the lamb meatball. Canada booth, right? Canada is known for their cheddar cheese soup. Well, most human beings enjoy the cheddar cheese soup. Canada now is gonna have a filet mignon, I'm gonna say this slowly, oh. filet mignon, ready? With truffle butter sauce. So it comes out of Le Cellier onto the promenade. You, should we just line up now? Yes. Should we literally just line up now? Um, there's gonna be more than 25 different regional marketplaces around the promenade. Um, there's also going to be marketplace chef tours, newly crafted, crafted beverages geared towards family dining. This is what I like too. The you know, we talk about food and wine, 
for those who aren't big drinkers or who are not old enough to drink, um, they're gonna have a lot of new drinks um, in the family marketplaces, a lot of child-friendly food that's gonna pair up with child-friendly or non-alcoholic drinks as well too. So the pairings are now no longer just beers and wine, but stuff that, that we dig. That we, listen, I, I'm with you, I, I'm all over it. Beef empanadas mm. and cheese fondue and a nice slushy kind of yeah. coconut beverage, right? Coconut, yep. With some potico, I dig this, right? Um, HGTV is gonna have a lot of their stars here as well too, Friday, on every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, celebrity chefs, Robert Irvine, Rock Harper are gonna be there doing culinary demonstrations as well. The Welcome Center is gonna have um, seminars, culinary demonstrations, wine seminars, a lot of um, opportunities to taste uh, not only local wines, but international wines and beers as well too. There's other reserved culinary programs as well too. We certainly know about, have you ever done the um, Party for the Senses? Yeah, Party for, Party for the Senses is, you've never no. done it? No. You live the life invited. of Riley and you've not, why do you need to be invited? Anybody that? can go. Oh, anybody? What is it? Listen, anybody can go, because if you call 407-WDW-FEST, you can make reservations for Party for the Senses. Um, you can also sign up for um, the 3D Disney Dessert Discovery on select Fridays as well too. So what I like about this is you can just go in with your Epcot admission and have access to so much. The Eat to the Beat concert series, right? This year we've got um, uh, Smash Mouth, October 11th through 12th. Javier Colon, who was the winner of The Voice. Um, who else? We've got uh, Blues Traveler, Dennis DeYoung from Styx. I'm gonna do my Domo Origato, Mr. Roboto. No. <laughs> Night Ranger, I'm a child of the 80s. All these totally resonate with me. <laughs> Boys to Men, the Pointer Sisters, Sister Hazel, and Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, right? <laughs> Boys to Men, Cooley High Harmony, Motown Philly, baby. Sorry, I just showed how old my, <laughs> I really am. But, but that's the thing about food and wine, and that's why I'm, you know, I, I get so excited about it, because it is certainly about the food. It's not having to worry about sitting down at a table, but sort of eating and or drinking or sampling your way around the promenade. There's entertainment, there's free seminars, there's paid seminars, there are exclusive experiences like Party for the Senses. There's a, a range there for everybody. Yeah, actually a lot of people will, will go to this event and uh, get trapped trying to eat all around the world. Maybe the recommendation would be to maybe spread it out over a couple of days because there's so many events going on right. and it'd probably be worth everyone's while to attend one of those seminars, maybe two of those seminars because they really are good and you do have to show up a little bit early to get right. good seats and they feed you at Which those is nice. events as well. Yeah. So if you sit there with a, for a seminar for five, ten minutes, an hour and a half, then they, you get some food at the end of that. Right. But it's really very interesting. So if you're not gonna just eat totally around the world, maybe you take, spend a couple days at Epcot during that period. I should maybe go so I can learn how to cook. Look at me, I certainly know how to eat, but maybe, so if you need a seminar on how to eat in Food and Wine Festival, maybe that's what we should yeah. do. We should hold a seminar on how to eat around the world. Yeah. Yes. I see a show coming up in the future, but we'll, we'll actually have a show, was sort of a primer right. for the Food and Wine Festival because it's a lot. I mean, it's a special event that runs 46 days but you do sort of need to be prepared because if you do what we do, which is try and eat everything around the world, by the time you get to the third pavilion, you're ready to just go into a food coma. 
You need a strategy. You need strategy. Last time we split it up between three different days and had everything we wanted, sometimes twice. So is this something, now you're not local, we, we, we are. We twice too and ate everything in one trip. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and by one trip we made a single eight hour period. <laughs> do as I say, work. not as I do. <laughs> is Food and Wine Festival something that you guys put on your calendar or on your radar that you come down specifically for? Um, it wasn't until we actually went last year and right. I know yeah, we the were run. there for the run, and we we fell in love with it, and they're hoping in about a year or two to probably come down every year yeah. for that. I think that's what's happening. Yeah. I think people are, it's becoming like Marathon Weekend. It's becoming like um, a Flower and Garden Festival. It's becoming like Christmas. People are, it, it is the most wonderful time of the year is the food and wine festival. The holidays are great, but, but <laughs> food and wine is really, but I think that's what's coming down. Right. Food is becoming an attraction because that's what Food and Wine Festival does. And so I think people are, and I wanna hear from people who are chatting live in, in the box or if you're watching on YouTube or listening uh, in the iTunes feed, I would love to have you come by and comment below um, on, on www.radio.com. Is this something that you come back every year for or that you start thinking about coming back every year for? And if so, what is it that brings you? Is it the food, for some people it's the seminars. We know a lot of people that spend a lot of time going specifically, not to eat around the world, but going to the seminars. They like learning, they like meeting the celebrity chefs. Um, also too, is there anything maybe you would like to see at Food & Wine that's not there? Another pavilion, another type of a seminar? Is there something that um, that you'd like to learn how to do? You certainly can eat well too. You're not starving by any stretch. But is there anything else that you'd like to see or somebody else that you'd like to hear from? Celebrity chef. Oh, nice. Yeah, we had a bunch of different blends of coffee. So. See, that I did. I would do that too. Um, but yeah, you know, some of the other celebrity chefs doing cooking demonstrations or look, I don't know what that big black magic box is in the kitchen. All I know is my wife puts things in and hot food comes out. I would love to learn more how to, don't laugh. I would like to learn. No, it's true. I have no idea how to cook, right? My wife's not even, I can nuke chicken nuggets and that's about, I make a mean peanut butter and jelly, right? That's true. Um, so yeah, what else would you like to see? So comment below, do you, do you come to Food Wine every year? What do you come for and or what else um, would you like to see? Leave it in the comments section below. Again, we're gonna have uh, more information about Food and Wine Festival. I also suggest you go and check out DisneyFoodBlog.com. They have a lot of great information. All the menus are up there already too. Don't go hungry. Don't go hungry because I promise you will leave very, very hungry. There's photos and menus and, and the map is already up there as well too. Uh, quick reminder, speaking of special events, don't forget about our next special event coming up right as Food & Wine Festival starts. Actually, the exact same day. What a great way to kick off Food & Wine Festival, Epcot's 30th anniversary, but with the WDW Radio e-ticket event. It's an evening at the American Adventurers Club. Uh, if you are familiar with the Adventurers Club and that idea of sort of uh, a show that takes place all around you. Disney's gonna do something very special just for us. At the American Adventure Pavilion, we're gonna have an evening with the American Adventures. You know, we, listen, we, you were there on the, event, uh, the Adventures Club event that we did back the night before it closed, and dare I say, was it 2008? Was it four years ago? Um, got to lock time. But so this is gonna be great. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to that. Um, a lot of surprises. We're gonna have some surprise guests as well too some Disney artists, some Imagineers, 
some folks you've heard on the show, some folks you haven't heard on the show, maybe yet as well too. For more information, <laughs> visit the events page over at wdwradio.com. Click on the events tab. We'll this have to find. We're gonna have to find a way to get you there, but get your tickets soon because there is a very limited number of tickets and they are going fast. Uh, what else am I forgetting? This weekend, this Saturday, don't forget I'll be broadcasting live from the Pacific Northwest Mouse Meet, 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. ish Eastern Time. Uh, what else we got going on? Um, Random Acts of Disney Magic logo contest. Get your logo in logo. by August. There's a logo contest for Random Acts of Disney Magic. Get that in by August 3rd. Uh, got lots of other stuff going on on the blog too. Uh, be sure to check the blog every day. Lots of new posts. I'm rambling because I know I'm forgetting something, but I can't quite remember what it is. Destination D. Destination D. We'll be, yeah, lots of good stuff too. Uh, for more information, always follow me on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangiello and Facebook. You can come subscribe to my profile because I can't accept any more friends because I hit my limit. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> um, uh, Facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello. Also, come to the site. You can also get information delivered every day to your inbox Wait, from the blog day. every day. Sign up. You can have the, uh, the blog post sent to your inbox every day. Thanks. You'll find a sign up there. Newsletter has exclusive offers. I just had a 50% off offer just for the newsletter subscribers for the audio wow. tours. Lots of good stuff as well. Um, don't forget about our Meet to the Month. Every month here in Walt Disney we World, we can get together. It was awesome. It was great. Ron Coey was there, Ron Disney Ron artist. A lot of hugging going on. Yeah. Good event. Great way to sort of connect with, with just everyone. in general. A lot of good <laughs> hugging going on. So you can find all of this over at wdwradio.com. I want to thank all of you who came out of the box, and you, Glenn, and you, Mickey Waffle, <laughs> And you, and my wife's not even paying attention. <laughs> and thank all of you and my kids. Um, thank you guys so very much for joining us every Wednesday night. Come back next week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll do it all again. We're going to be coming live from Disneyland yes. next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe a little trade of Sam's. going to be there. That's because I'm a bad father. But <laughs> daddy's working, right? Destination Daddy D will be out there from Disneyland next, next week. So uh, definitely tune in. Thank you guys so very much. You make my Wednesdays. Uh, we'll be back next week. If you're in the box, stay tuned. We'll keep chatting a little while longer. I am Lou Mangiello from WW Radio, coming from Disney's beautiful Polynesian Village Resort Hotel. So until next week, see ya. Bye. <laughs> Beep. <laughs>